Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode on the Reclaim Your Power podcast. This is a safe space for all empaths, highly sensitive people, or spiritual beings who are just looking for support and guidance on their journey. So sit back, relax, and get ready for today's topic. Hi everyone, welcome back. It's been a while since I've tapped into this space, but I'm really excited to be coming back with a really interesting topic that I have been super curious about lately, and it's about human design and Akashic records. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Um, But yeah, I'm super excited. I have Lauren here, an amazing soul I recently just met through Instagram. So I'm super excited to have her here. And yeah, I'm really happy to be here. So without further ado, Lauren, if you want to just introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about what you do, um, what your hobbies are. Sure. Hello. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to be here. love that we met over the Instagram. Um, I, I am I'm Lauren. I'm a therapist turned life coach, um, human design reader, and Akashic channel. You pronounced it perfectly. Awesome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> everything I do really is rooted in the intention to help people come home to themselves, um, find their own authority, and kind of live from that space. Um, As far as hobbies go, I mean, I like to meditate. I like hanging with my dog. Um, (laughs) I love that. (laughs) A lot of hobbies are sort of shut down, but um, yeah, I mean, I keep it, I keep it pretty simple. I like spending time alone, if I'm being perfectly honest. Yeah. True, like, manifester of fashion. (laughs) <laughs> no, I, I definitely get that. I honestly, I don't know if you watch um, Schitt's Creek at all. Do you? I like just started it a week okay. ago. So I'm not super into it, but. There's this one episode where Stevie is like talking to Alexis and she like Alexis is trying to understand like how Stevie is always spending time like by herself and Stevie was like, well, I just enjoy my company more than other people's. And I was like, yes, that's like exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> um, but that's so cool, though. I It's interesting to me that you were a therapist before. What exactly like specifically did you help people with? So I was working, I still do work as a therapist um, on a freelance basis. And I work okay. in a community-based center. So typically with community-based centers, like a lot of trauma, um, a lot of, you know, quote unquote, serious and persistent mental illness, which is more like bipolar and Mm -hmm. um, schizophrenia, things like that, major depression. Um, Yeah, so it sort of ran the gambit. I didn't have a specialty per se. Gotcha. Um, Worked with a lot of different, a lot of different folks with a lot of different things going on. Yeah. That's really cool, though, because you can be versatile in the way that, like, you're able to kind of adapt to each person. What would you say kind of moved you from, like, the, like, therapy to more of, like, the life coaching, like, online aspect? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> there was no, so to be perfectly frank, probably, it was there's not a lot of reciprocity with licensing. So I moved out to California um, because my partner is in school out here. 
and um, it is just very hard to transfer my license from where I was in Washington, D.C. to here. Um, while I was in the process of moving, I had worked with a coach who is amazing. Her name is Ray Dohar. Um, shout out, Ray. Uh, but I worked with a coach and I was kind of talking about like something is not feeling as fulfilling as I wanted it to be in, in mm -hmm. the environment that I was as a therapist. Um, and then when I moved and I realized that the licensing wasn't going to work out here, it was kind of that final push to move yeah. the coaching space and start my own business, which is something that I, I had wanted to do. I really like my autonomy. So that that's helpful. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was, it, I guess it was just kind of a, a ton of random <laughs> reasons yeah, why yeah. it sort of happened. But I do, I love that I have that background and, and can kind of um, bring in those skills and kind of that mm -hmm. lens to being a coach as well. Yeah, and honestly, it's they're, they're not random like occurrences. Like I think <laughs> sure. definitely it's, everything is kind of like leading us to like where we wanna be. So even if it's a little like, why is this happening right now? It's kind of leading us to that point. Um, but yeah, so tell me a little bit about like what you work with other people on now, like what is your main focus right now? As a coach, um, again, I feel like it, it's never one for me, I've, I've found that it's never one specific thing. What I find with my coaching clients is it's people who resonate with this idea of wanting to really find that deep connection with themselves and mm -hmm. wanting to lead a life based on what they're really wanting and and from that space of authenticity and not really knowing how to connect with that so that's yeah. what i'm finding is kind of the overall um sort of general thing that people are wanting i do speak a lot on emotional intelligence and and emotion regulation and i think that's probably coming from yes. the background <laughs> um so so it's it's oftentimes around that as well um but yeah it really is it's it, i find that people are resonating with the idea of just connecting to self and then living from there no, that's so beautiful. And I think like, I think a lot of times, you know, we're told like people that are coaches and like entrepreneurs mm -hmm. are told to kind of like niche down and like get really yeah. specific. And I think that's, it can be good. Like if there's something super specific that you want to help people with, but I like the idea of just having people resonate with more of like an idea or in like a concept yeah. and like a feeling. I really like that. <laughs> so yeah, <and> <laughs> I love what you're doing. Like, I feel like you found such a helpful niche, like with, um, you're working primarily with like empaths and HSP. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. um, and I, and I think that there, there is so much importance, I think in, in like finding that niche, but, yeah. and this was something that when I found human design, this was really freeing because I was never like that. And I never liked kind of nailing down, okay, what is, what is it that you're wanting to focus on? And when I looked at my human design, like I'm not really supposed to do that. I'm supposed to sort of keep it open and just see who yeah. is attracted to what I'm saying and who's who's not, and that's, that's all fine. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I've never been one to be like, oh, this is exactly what I'm doing. This is exactly where I'm going. This is who I'm marketing towards. It's always just been, I'm just gonna put my voice out there and see what happens really. No, I love that. Like that's kind of, it's almost like, it's like relieving in a way to kind of have that like freedom. So that's awesome. And 
I love that like you um also talk about emotional intelligence because that's like something I'm super big on I have like a whole online course basically dedicated to emotional intelligence so I think it's a really cool concept in the fact that we can like almost not manipulate our emotions because you know part of emotional intelligence is you can't really control the emotion like arising but it's just the whole idea of being able to kind of um sit back and actually like mold how you want to feel it's just so interesting to me and um you were also saying how like when you looked at your human design it kind of helped you make like decisions like in your business which Mm -hmm. leads me to the next topic (laughs) of human design um but yeah tell me basically so if you could like describe what human design is and like one to two minutes like what would you say in the most like you know cohesive way or whatever um human design gives you your energetic DNA really so everything is energy right um and there's always exchanges of energy that go on between people between environments and so human design gives you kind of a blueprint on how to interact with others how to live with others how to live in the world how to live your purpose and it gets you super aligned with who you were kind of born to be and and I think the biggest thing is like human design is an active thing. It's a lived practice. So it's not something Mm -hmm. that, okay, I I have all this information now and that's great. It's how do I start really living according to my design and seeing the benefits of that? Right. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. And something else that I was really looking forward to asking you is, is human design kind of like tied into like astrology in a way? Because that's what it that's the kind of vibes like it gives me almost um so I was curious about that yeah so it draws on western astrology um tree of life the chakra system and the I Ching so it kind of pulls all of those together so at where astrology divides the sky and I'm not I'm not an astrologist Mm -hmm. um, I know that (laughs) you know it's divided (laughs) but it's you know it divides the sky into the 12 signs of the zodiac mm-hmm. right um, yeah. human design divides it into 64 um pieces right and so that that's what it correlates with the 64 hexagrams of the I Ching. it correlates with the 64 codons in the human um, genetic code so instead of but it does it draws on astrology and you need to know you know your time of birth your place of birth um, in order to generate your chart okay so I'm just, I'm trying to like grasp the concepts because like I was saying, I was telling um, Lauren before, like my business coach that I'm working with now, Alana, she's amazing. Shout out to Alana. Um, <laughs> she just started recently getting into human design and she was explaining mine to me a little bit in one of our sessions. And I was just trying to understand like what, like it actually is like pointing to and when you said like energetic DNA is that the phrase you you used that's the phrase yeah that and that's how it's it's usually explained as well so essentially I mean and it is it's a really it's an in-depth system and you could go for years and years and years learning about it but essentially we have um, nine centers in the body which are somewhat correlated to the chakra system but you know a little bit different yeah um, and all of these centers are our energetic centers so all of them kind of 
correlate with different functions. So, mm -hmm. you know, the crown center is all about inspiration, which is similar to the chakra system. Um, there's the root, there's the ajna, the throat, the G center, the ego center, the solar plexus. The so, the, so these are different from the actual like chakra system. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, there are, there are overlaps, right? So there's mm -hmm. the sacral center in human design, which, which definitely correlates with the chakra system and, and how that governs creativity and, and desire yeah. and things like that. Um, but they added, they added a couple centers. Um, the guy who, you know, got this download of the human design system. Mm -hmm. Um, and so all of those centers are, are kind of energetic zones that govern different functions. Um, and they're all communicating with one another and communicating with other people's centers. So if you have certain definition in your chart, okay. um, you're going to have certain functions that are kind of consistent within you. So to like use an example, right? You and I are both emotional manifestors. So we have mm -hmm. a defined solar plexus, which just means that we have a distinct emotional wave where we feel all feelings really deeply yeah. we can wake <laughs> for up sure. one day and like be in a bad mood for seemingly no reason like we we just flow with our wave and our mm -hmm. so our consistency is in we're going to be feeling the fullness of emotions that are available to us as humans yeah that makes a lot of sense definitely so it's almost like pretty much like the blueprint of like your DNA and like your energy basically like yeah and and since since we're all constantly exchanging energy right like when you're when you're linked up with someone there's an energetic exchange going on mm -hmm. and depending on where you're defined and what your chart looks like you're gonna impact one another differently so we've all had that experience where like oh my gosh, I, you know, I met up with Gabby and all of a sudden I was just like spilling out my life story mm -hmm. um, or, yeah. oh, I met up with so-and-so and we just immediately had a connection. Well, that's, there's an energetic exchange going on. Like we all impact each other differently depending on what we've got going on in our different centers. Okay. So human design is almost like the kind of explanation of that like energetic exchange and of kind of like those feelings that we get when we're like oh I'm really connected to that person yeah or... yeah I mean hypothetically and again like I always love to tell people because I, I consider myself a pretty skeptical person and somehow mm -hmm. I you know I felt ass backwards into all of these different like spiritual <laughs> practices yeah. and things, but I consider myself a really skeptical person so I always encourage folks if I'm doing readings or if I'm teaching on this to like just sort of start experimenting with with the different aspects of your design and see what happens see what happens to your energy level see what happens in your relationships see what happens with opportunities that come in because um, again it's like you've got to live this stuff or else it's mm -hmm. just sort of information and it's interesting but it's just kind of going to sit there right yeah and that's that's what I like about like just the spiritual journey like in general like I don't even like calling it that like I don't even really know like right. what to say but you know what I'm talking about like everyone mm -hmm. listening probably understands what I mean but it's just this idea that we actually to attain like the the emotions like the things that we want it's like a daily practice it's almost like we're looking at every day as a practice and to some people that's kind of annoying, but I actually like appreciate it because 
I enjoy like the hands-on like Mm -hmm. actually like getting like my hands in there getting my feet wet so I don't know if that relates to my human design at all but it may um yeah so you it 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 might I mean (laughs) it probably does um you do have so without getting too in-depth because this is a little complicated but there's a piece of your design called your profile, which is all about, it's, it's sort of related to like personality. So how other people see you, how you view yourself. Mm-hmm. And you have, um, your profile is a four, six. And so six lines, um, that six in your profile is all about um, trying things out, like trial and error, sort of sampling a lot of different things, needing yeah. to really jump in and like investigate stuff. Um, and sort of play with it in order mm-hmm. to learn it and really feel kind of satisfied. So, and that's how, that's how I am too. So I, I have a similar profile to you. Um, really? and it that's is, cool. it's, it's all about like, I don't just want to learn this stuff. I want to actually see kind of how it works and, and exactly a lot of different things out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's super cool and interesting that we're both like emotional manifestors, um, which yeah. is, is so funny, but so is there, speaking of like emotional manifestors, what are like the main like categories of like human design? Are there different like, like in like astrology, like the zodiac signs, is it right. kind of like the same type of thing? Yeah. So when you start, I mean, there's, there's five types. Okay. So when you start out learning, you really want to know your type, which, which brings along a strategy that you want to get really familiar with. And then your authority. Mm-hmm. So our type is manifester. There's also generators, reflectors, projectors, and manifesting generators. And then um, each one of those has a different strategy. So as manifestors, our strategy is to inform. So it's like to let people know what we're going to be doing because we have a really impactful aura. Mm -hmm. Um, So we need to inform people. That's our strategy. And then there's different authorities, um, which are governed by what centers you have. So our authority is emotional which means that it's really, uh, we're, we're not ever going to have, we're rarely going to have super clear, a super clear view on what decision we should make because we're riding that emotional wave. That's, so it's yeah. really good, right? This is, this is like mind blowing when I learned this, but it was yeah. like, you need to be careful of not making major decisions when you're riding a high or in a really bad low. Because what mm-hmm. you often do is like, if we're really up here and we're high and we're feeling like excited about things, we sign up for a billion things at once. And then mm-hmm. we yeah. and we're like, I don't want to do any of these things anymore. <laughs> so it's about yeah. like, that's so following your authority in that sense is like, can I get to a place of, of semi like cool, calm, collected, a little bit clear before I make huge decisions? No, that's really interesting. Everything you said was so accurate um, because I was just talking about this the other day with my partner and one of my friends, how I just can't make decisions. And I know like, you know, the things that we say create a reality, but I just, it's so hard for me to make like decisive decisions about Mm -hmm. things um, because I'm constantly like, okay, well, like, for example, if I'm picking out a shirt I'll and I'm, like, choosing between two, I will think to myself, what if I go home and I want that other shirt, but <laughs> I choose this one, and I'm just weighing out all my options, like, in my head, but 
That's really interesting, like super, super interesting. Can you kind of explain the other um, types just a little bit? You don't have to go like in full depth. We can if you want, but. <laughs> no, I mean, we can go as, as deep as you want. I love talking about this stuff. <laughs> we, so, have, we have time, so. <laughs> so to start, I mean, we'll start with manifestors, right? So manifestors are, we're about 8% of the population. So pretty rare. Um, we are really here to like, create momentum and to kind of start things. So manifestors historically have kind of been like movement makers basically. So we have um, we have kind of a repellent aura, which I like to say it's more, it's like a magnet. So some people are gonna be really attracted to what we have to say and others are, we're just decidedly not for them. Mm-hmm. Um, our energy is really strong and we have we have the ability to initiate. So manifestors are here to like get things moving. Um, However, we don't really have the staying power. So this was always my experience where, oh my God, I'm starting so many things. And then I'm just, I'm not a finisher. Like I I have a really hard time sticking with it. And it's because like, I'm not really meant to do that. Like manifestors are here to start things and then pass them along to someone else who can like really carry them out. before I even keep going, like, I think it's so important to, this is not, human design is not meant to, like, put you in a box and say you can't do things, right? So Mm -hmm. when I say that, oh, well, I start things, I don't finish them. If I really believed that was limiting, like, I probably wouldn't have started a business, right? Because what am I going to do? It's just about, like, we need to keep our interest on um, in order Mm -hmm. to, to push through. Um, yeah, it's kind of like you use the information to your advantage. So yeah. I'm the same way. Like I can't like it's I also my Gemini like sun is very like I get very distracted by a lot of things. And I'm like, Ooh, shiny, pretty, <laughs> I want to go over there. <laughs> yeah. But I for me, what I found and especially in the new year, I'm now focusing on less things, but they're things that actually like bring me joy. And like when I do them, I'm not like thinking about what I'm going to be able to like do the other thing or what I'm going to do next. So it's kind of just like I said, using the information to your advantage. Absolutely. Yeah. And then again, like because we all communicate energetically, like if I need to get something done, if I like need to carry on my momentum, I can link up with with one of the other types or like with a friend who I know has that staying power and I can kind of take that with me Mm -hmm. a little bit yeah Um, yeah so manifestors our strategy we've got to inform so this is something that I have historically not liked doing because I don't like the feeling of having to let someone know or asking permission like I don't I just want to be able to do what I want to do (laughs) but it's really important for me to like tell my partner for example hey I'm gonna take the day to be alone and to like be creative so I need you Mm -hmm. to leave me alone if that's cool (laughs) right Um, because our what we do really impacts people heavily Um, Then we've got generators. So generators are here to share. They're very, they have a lot of energy. They've got um, a large energy reserve kind of. Mm -hmm. So they've got this really magnetic aura. People really love to be around generators. They're the people who like, if they're, if they're in a room, they kind of light it up. Mm -hmm. Um, They're like, pure life force because they've got that sacral uh center defined Mm -hmm. Um, it's a really attractive aura 
I'm thinking um, of fire signs right now, definitely. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's a good like correlation. Um, their strategy is to respond. So they because they have this like attractive aura, typically if they're living according to their design generators, just like opportunities just kind of come to them, people come to them, and they get to decide yes or no, I'm into this or I'm I'm not into this. wow (laughs) I know it's like oh must be nice but then at the same time I hear generators all the time being like okay so I'm just supposed to sit back and wait like I can't can't yeah they don't they want to like make it happen like they want to do everything (laughs) yes and we're really conditioned to like make stuff happen and hustle so it's Mm -hmm. tough to to sit and and trust that like if I'm really rooted in who I am and I'm I'm like being clear with what I want those things will into my field and I can decide then if that makes yeah sense. right no it definitely makes sense um so then manifesting generators they're kind of the nice combo of both manifestors and generators so they can they have hmm. the energy to to play and create and sustain attention but then they also have the manifestor desire to just like act on urges and just like go off and do whatever they want mm-hmm. so their their life path is typically kind of they'll bounce around a lot and they're just really supposed to follow whatever they're interested in which can bring them into all of these like funky places um where it feels like why am i even here i've been doing this for so long um but if they're living according to their design the idea is that like at the end of their life they'll be able to look back and be like oh okay i was doing all of these things over here and then I switched and I gathered all of these yeah. things over here and it kind of comes together in this, this nice little picture at the end is the idea. Hmm. Um, and then we've got projectors. So projectors and reflectors are our last two types and they are not energy types. Um, so okay. they have a different relationship to energy. Projectors are here to kind of guide other people. Um, it's been described like, manifestors and generators and mgs are on the kind of like the jungle floor like fighting it out and doing their Mm -hmm. thing and projectors are like birds so they can see it all happening and are better able to tell people like oh this isn't working over here you need to be doing something different and then reflectors are super rare they're like one percent of the population um reflectors have no centers defined so if you look at a reflector chart it's like all white Mm-hmm. Um, because they're here to be our mirrors, basically. So if you're if you're like with a reflector, they'll they'll pick up on all of your defined centers and kind of reflect that back hmm. to you. Yeah. Um, so it can be it can be really challenging to be a reflector because it's almost like you don't have a steady sense of self. You don't have like a steady mm-hmm. reserve of energy to draw on but we really need reflectors because they, they basically mirror back like how we're doing mm-hmm, as a society, right. essentially. That's super, super interesting. I So I didn't know about the reflectors, but I've heard about all of the other ones, um, mm-hmm. probably because you said they're like, what did you say, like 1% of the population? They're 1%, and I feel like they're not in, in all of like the readings I've done and the trainings and stuff, I feel like reflectors are not described as deeply as mm-hmm. other types. And I do wonder if it's just because we don't, we don't have as many of them. So we're like not getting yeah. that info. 
Yeah, and from what you said, it seems like maybe there's nothing really to describe. Like, I don't know. <laughs> that wasn't, that's not meant to be like mean or like rude or anything, but like maybe it's just because they're so, they are like an open vessel almost yeah. that it's like. They're, they do. So reflectors are going to be so different from one another because it really, it mm. all depends on, you know, who they're with all the time, what environment they're with. And then they've got, I mean, the, the things that are going to be steady in reflectors are going to be their gates. Um, so there's 64 yeah. gates and that describes like different strengths or tendencies. And so different reflectors are going to have different gate activations. So there's some mm -hmm. through lines with reflectors that are always going to be um, comparable, but everything beyond that is going to be way different than if you were to take like a manifestor and a manifestor and kind of compare still very very different um but reflectors yeah I mean there is a lot to describe in the open centers and what the potentials are yeah but they are going to be very different from one another for sure no that's super interesting I'm wondering how do you know any reflectors like in your personal life my partner is a reflector really like, <laughs> yes and this was like wild to recognize because it explained so much and then when you I think bet. about it like if you're living with a mirror it's like as an emotional manifester if I walk into the room and I'm a little bit irritated but I haven't sat with that and recognized that he's gonna reflect that back to me mm -hmm. and so there were times before I knew what human design was where it was like Ugh, like why is he in such a bad mood like he's being so sensitive or something and then it was like oh I'm I'm doing that. Like, yeah. I'm okay. So it was, it's been really helpful in just getting even more aware of like where I'm at emotionally and in other areas because I have this person who's able to spit that back at me a little bit. Yeah. And I, I mean, as human beings, like as spiritual beings in human bodies sorry if you hear a dog barking everyone um I can't there's no way to tune them out but um I feel like we already like reflect back to each other so I can only imagine how much more like intense it is for reflectors uh so that's that's really interesting like I'm just so intrigued by all of this information because it's it's I'm really I'm really into astrology as well and like it definitely um it kind of like mirrors that in a way too. So super interesting. And when you were talking about um, like the different like categories and like the reflectors, projectors, manifestors, everything, it kind of reminded me and like what their roles are. It reminded me of almost like star seeds and light workers uh, mm -hmm. because something that I keep saying that like I tell everyone is kids that are being like born like over the past like five years and now and into the future they are just so like intelligent beyond even like comprehension mm -hmm. and it's almost like they're here to just like be here and their energy is just gonna heal the world and it's kind of like our generation I'm not sure like how old you are but I feel like my generation is almost here to kind of like do the work and help other people and then the kids being born now are just like I'm here and I'm already like <laughs> evolved okay. almost. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah yeah because you're you're a chief I'm a millennial so I I think 
you're Gen, you're Gen Z. Right? Yeah, I am. Okay, yeah, your y'all's generation really is doing most of the work that like yeah. <laughs> my generation sort of maybe uh, skirted away from. <laughs> yeah, you're like I'm gonna just like Sorry. dash out of here. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, I do. I feel like I've got, and I mean, it's not that you're you're that much younger, but I I am definitely a millennial. Um. And I do, I, I see that. And one of my sisters is, is around your age. And mm-hmm. I do feel like she's just a lot more involved and more aware of things. And then I don't, I don't know many of, of the real youngsters, but I think that's really interesting that you feel like, I just feel like there's some sort of evolution that happened mm-hmm. with yeah. you super young. It is. It's really, I have, um, a niece and she like just turned one recently and mm-hmm. my partner has a niece who's about like three and like I just have so many little like cousins so yeah. I am around like children a lot and it's just they're so perceptive and mm-hmm. it's kind of like just being around their energy is like healing um so yeah it's super interesting just to see and I feel like the older generations they were almost here to kind of go through the lessons for us so we can see what not to do like in the future (laughs) um yeah right so yeah definitely that evolution of kind of like what our specific roles are even though Mm -hmm. really we're just here to be human and live but yeah absolutely yeah and I mean that that's another thing that I love about human design is is basically we come in with this design and then we're so all of us are open to some sort of conditioning that happens. Um, so all of the different types, all of the different authorities have things that they get sort of beaten into them and then they they kind of stray, you know, you get, you get out of alignment basically. And so sometimes when we look at kids, it's like, oh, they are living their design and they, you know, obviously they don't know it, mm-hmm. but it's just yeah, there's, there's like a purity to it that feels really, that we can all, and I find it interesting that you you connect with that and it's like oh that's so healing and I just I just feel like it's kids just are who they are mm-hmm. and then unfortunately sometimes we like beat some of the stuff out of them as they get older they get you know older. yeah yeah but I definitely feel like the children like being born like like I said in the past like five mm-hmm. to six years and now they're definitely I have a strong feeling that they're gonna be like the generation to kind of almost like not lose that innocence almost like kind of be like I said that this just like healing energy so I'm excited (laughs) to see right I'll go with that I love that I think that's so beautiful yeah but so I'm curious to know where I mean I've I've found like a free site I was someone showed me like a free site to kind of see my human design chart Mm -hmm. um but is there a specific place people can go or is there somewhere that I could like link in the episode description to kind of direct people to yeah so I mean shameless plug right like I I just started a group called joyful by design and on Facebook where I really am just starting with the basics and giving pretty in-depth webinars Mm -hmm. on type I did one on the nine centers last week we're going to be going over type and strategy this week Um, Mm -hmm. I'll be covering like authority and I mean giving a lot of information because I I do I do find that you can find some free resources and I can give you the names there's like Jovian archive which is really good 
Um, but a lot of it is behind a paywall. Um, a lot of it you have to pay to, to watch videos. And yeah, like to like go in depth into it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm trying to just make it a little bit more accessible because I, I think that it's really great to learn. Honestly, like Reddit is a good place to get like a little chart reading for, for free. <laughs> some people on there have some good stuff to say. But there are... Um, there are some sites that that do some free stuff. Jovian Archive is definitely a good one. So if people just want to see their chart, just not even get like super in depth, they can just go on there and like look at it. Yeah, Jovian Archive has a free, you can generate your chart for free and figure out um, your type, your strategy, your authority. And then mm -hmm. they've got some good, like decent introductions to your type, your strategy, your authority profile. Right. Um, so if you just want to like know what you are and, and sort of read a little bit into that, that's, that's sort of my go-to website for, for like some free resources. Awesome. Yeah. I will put the link to that for anyone interested in the episode description. Um, so thank you for all that information though. That was, that was awesome. It was so intriguing. Like I said, it was really cool to kind of see and compare it to other things. So really, really awesome. quick little episode intermission here. I wanted to remind you all that I have a couple spots open for my six-week coaching package, Harness Your Power, and the intention or the center of this one-on-one -on -one coaching package is to really connect you back to your soul's mission now and show you how to truly manifest and how to use the energy of law of attraction to your advantage. So these spots are going very, very quickly. So if you're interested in working with me, definitely go to the episode description and book a call to talk more. And if you're one of the people that really want to get support, but you're not sure if one-on-one -on -one coaching is right for your life, then I have a treat for you as well. I have actually created sample one-on-one -on -one sessions to kind of give you a taste of what working together would be like. So it's as if we are having our first session of the coaching package, but there's no strings attached. So it's really a chance for you to dip your toes in and to see how coaching fits into your life like i said so if this sounds like exactly what you need and you're like my prayers are answered gabby then definitely go check out more info in the episode description and apply for your sample session Last but not least, I want to remind you all, we have a lot of fun over on my Facebook group and I would love to have you in there. So if you're an empath or highly sensitive that's looking to connect with other beings and gain support in your spiritual journey, then definitely go join my Facebook group. Back to the episode. So I kind of want to transition into talking about the whole Akashic record Mm -hmm. spiel um I don't know that much about it I know a little bit about it but I pretty much all I really know is it kind of is relates to like ancestral trauma in a way and kind of like that area of focus but mm -hmm. how would you describe exactly what it is so akasha means fabric so it's kind of like the fabric of the universe so okay. 
I mean, it's essentially channeling, right? It's, it's any sort of type of channeling, but the Akasha holds like the fabric of the universe. So all of the things that have happened or will happen, it, it's, it's written, you know, mm -hmm. like somewhere in, in like the quantum basically. Mm -hmm. um, so people do use the Akasha a lot for, for past life healing and connecting yeah. past lives. That's definitely um, very common. But it's also like, for me, it's just, it's another empowerment tool. So the Akasha basically, someone channeled it and, and it, the idea behind it is kind of like, we're moving away from this need to exist in this hierarchy where, oh, okay, if I want access to spiritual information, I have to like go to someone at the top. You know what I mean? Like I have to go to a priest. I have to go to someone who right. has access to all this information and then they have to like give it to me or grant me access to it. The Akasha is all about like anyone could access this. Like there's, there's a couple of different methods to do it. Um, I learned through using what's called the pathway prayer, but anyone should and can have mm -hmm. access to information like this and then connection like this. So that's sort of why I really enjoy it is it does mm -hmm. focus on just empowering the individual to kind of again find their own authority and connect with their own guides in that way yeah um, but yeah I mean people do use it a lot for for past life healing yeah and so okay making a little bit more sense so it's basically almost like the human consciousness field like our like whole collective thought bubble almost like tapping into kind of that that information yeah and you you connect with your masters teachers and loved ones so they're a combination of like light beings and um non-light beings right mm -hmm. so you're you're tapping into certain guides that have been with you for forever or there's some teachers who are who are there for certain lessons in your life that, yeah. that you can communicate with. Um, there's some loved ones that like sometimes make themselves known, sometimes don't. Um, but yeah, I, I think that that's a good way of putting it. You're tapping into this sort of collective information mm -hmm. universal and, and it's not bound by time or space. Yeah, that's so beautiful though. Like I think, like you said, everyone should like have this information like should know this um because I think it could be really helpful especially now when people are feeling super alone and like isolated I think it could be really helpful just for people to feel connected in some sort of way um but what so you kind of said it's like a channeling which I definitely understand that. and I feel like a lot of things like and the spiritual like focus are it's really comes down to kind of like channeling and sometimes just like being a vessel for other things to like work through you um and that's kind of how it is like with like reiki as well like you're kind of allowing the reiki energy to kind of work through you um but with with this how when you say channeling like how does it usually come through is it kind of different for everyone so yeah, I, for me, it just, it, I'm not seeing things. I'm not hearing things. Mm -hmm. um, things will just come out. Right. So, but I have met people who channel strictly through images. Well, the, where they'll just mm -hmm. explain 
what image is coming in their head. I've had people who just like hear a distinct voice. Um, yeah. For me, it's just, it, it's not that. I wish it was like that because that sounds really nice and explicit. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it's very much like for me just comes from, I'm just speaking things, which was how it, which is how it happens, uh, happened for the woman who taught me how to access it as well. That's really, really cool. Honestly, like, I think that's super powerful to be able to kind of like, like channel the information through like your words and your voice. Um, because sound is like one of the most powerful forms of energy. Like I'm, everyone probably knows all by this point, like I'm super into sound healing. So the fact that you're able to do that is, is really, I respect that a lot, honestly. Um, and I, I'm definitely a clairsentient. So like, I will hear things a lot of the times and like, I'll hear like ringing and like certain bells, but it's never like voices per se. And I also like, will see like words. So when I'm like doing like tarot readings, um, because I, I, I'm a tarot reader and I read occasionally, but like words will pop into my head. So it's almost like it's being like spelled out like in front of me. So I'm wondering how that would work with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can, I mean, I'll send you the the pathway prayer. It's like, yeah, definitely. It, it really is. And I, I always, this is, this is like the intention behind all of my work, right? Is like, you don't need, you don't need a coach. You don't need a guru like you don't need these things necessarily for like mm -hmm. it's helpful right obviously as a coach like I think coaching is super helpful yeah <laughs> super helpful but at the end of the day like everyone has access to all of this work right like within themselves it's just a matter of how are we reaching it and I think for some the Akashic Records is like that's your path for others it's Reiki for others you know what I mean mm -hmm. there's so many different modalities um but yeah, I mean, I'd be, I'm always interested to, to hear how people interact with the records and how they channel, because I think it's different for everyone. And that's, that's part of the fun for it. Yeah. And that kind of ties into like connecting to your psychic like abilities and like your spiritual mm -hmm. gifts too. Um, Cause like I said, I'm Claire, I think I said I'm Claire audience. If I might've said Claire sentient, I met Claire, Claire audience is when you can hear and then clairsentient is like feeling which I'm both as well right. so I wonder if like I don't know like I'm wondering when channeling like the Akasha records if it can come through with just like feeling like in just mm -hmm. energy form I'm sure it can because it's all kind of the same yeah. but I've heard of some people like they'll feel it like in different places of their body and so then over time they learned to recognize like oh, I know what that kind of means. Like, I know what's trying to be communicated when I feel this, like, tightness in my chest mm. or, you know, a different body sensations, basically. Yeah. That's so awesome. Like, I just, like, it's so, so interesting to me. And so, basically, if someone's looking to get information from, say, like, different beings from other dimensions or, like, a past loved one or just trying to get information in general, they can tap into this like field and receive it in whatever way it comes through basically 
Yeah, and there are different, there's different ways to connect, you know, if you're wanting to connect with the you in a past life, there's different, mm -hmm. um, there's different methods of, of doing that. So the way that I learned it with the pathway prayer, um, it's this woman's book, her name's Linda Howe, H-O-W-E. Mm -hmm. Um, so she goes through a way to go into your records and then a way to connect with the past life and like how to kind of go about doing that. Um, but yeah. I've seen other people do it different ways. Um, there's no like set prescription of, of how to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hypothetically, you could go in and, and say that that's what you're looking to do. A big thing with the records is like, you'll get the information that you need in that moment, like for your healing. So it's for mm -hmm. your highest good. All of the information that you get is for your highest good. You're never going to like get really dark energy coming through or anything like that. It's all um, very much light and and for the benefit of like growth and healing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I love that. I think it's so beautiful. And I honestly, that can kind of ease some people's worries that are listening right now if they're like interested in it if it's something that resonates with them but they're unsure of like you know opening themselves up to other like energies that can kind of be reassuring for you but yeah I definitely am going to look more into this because it's been popping into my reality like here and there and I'm definitely super interested in it as I've been saying and yeah I encourage everyone else to do do their research as well. Like, don't just take our words for it. Definitely, like, do your own research experiment for yourself. But my last question is, when it comes to the Akasha rec records, besides the prayer that you mentioned, is there other ways that you can kind of initiate the, like, connection with it? So I've seen, other than the pathway prayer, I've seen other, like, meditations out there. Mm -hmm. um that you can do I mean literally this stuff is out there so if you google like accessing the Akashic Records yeah found different like I've had I've had a couple of different readings and I've had some people use the same prayer that I I use um other people have just used just like a, a meditation that mm -hmm. they've had to help them connect to it um so there's definitely multiple ways to do it I am not I'm not an expert on the other ways because I literally still just use the pathway pair because I like I like the words that it that it uses and I, I mm -hmm. with it. Um, but it's out there. And also, I mean, for anyone listening, like I really do love reasserting. Like I was such a skeptical person and I still feel like mm -hmm. I'm a skeptical person. And I don't know how I found myself learning how to do this and, and being taught how to do this. Um, but it really is so powerful and it's so loving and healing. And um, yeah, if you, I love that you feel like you've heard it come into your field a couple of times because that's yeah. kind of into me. And I was like, okay, let me just kind of see what this is about. Mm -hmm. uh, which is often how these things go. Right? Yeah. And it kind of just goes reiterates the point we made earlier about the whole like seeing every day as like a practice yeah. and really putting into practice because like you said you know information is knowledge 
and it's just that until you turn it into wisdom by practicing and by like experimenting for yourself so that's a really really good point and I think if anyone takes one thing away from this it would definitely be to always try things out for yourself and see like how you connect with it because maybe it's not something that is like for you right now so absolutely yeah. it doesn't resonate throw it out <laughs> right right <laughs> mm-hmm. you can't we're you know we're not meant to do like everything in this life but we all have our specialties so but yeah thank you so much I appreciate you sharing your energy and giving us all that information it was so like I felt like I was like a little kid listening to someone reading a story it was so so interesting I loved it Oh, thank you so much for for having me on. This was super fun. Yeah, and something I have recently liked asking my guests before, like, we head off and, like, close the discussion is, how would you describe your happy place? And you can be as, like, detailed or as little detailed as you want to, but if you could just, like, put yourself in that place right now, what would that, like, feel and look like and smell like? (laughs) I mean, honestly, I, this is wild because I don't think that this would have been my answer even maybe six months ago, mm-hmm. but there have been, there are moments in meditation where it's like, I could literally be anywhere and it's that place where you're just uh. really in it <laughs> and you just feel like limitless and really so connected to source or the universe or whatever you want to call it. Like that's genuine answer like that's actually I love that (laughs) that seriously when you said that I know exactly what you're talking about because I I've been meditating like consistently for the past couple of years Mm -hmm. and I mean I would say at this point I'm probably like an experienced meditator I'm not not even like trying to like toot my own horn or anything but I've definitely like put in the work to kind of um like really get into meditation and I know exactly the feeling that you're talking about it's almost like it doesn't even matter where you're at as long as like you have this connection to like what's inside like to your true self it's like that's home like no matter where you are so that was so beautiful like (laughs) I'm like a part of me is like oh my gosh that sounds so so, but it's like no that's that's legit that's that's my happy place at this point No, and it's not even, it's like, I love that you said that because I could tell it was really coming from like an authentic place. And just so everyone knows, I, she didn't know that I was going to ask her this question (laughs) before this. Uh, So it was definitely a very raw answer. So thank you for that. I, I really appreciate it. Um, but yeah, it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast. If anyone is interested in getting in touch with Lauren or interested in working with her more in depth, I will put her links down below to her Instagram and your Facebook group you were talking about, right? Is it's your Facebook group, correct? Yes. It's called Joyful by Design. And I think I'm going to join that as well because I'm really interested in um, tuning into your lives on human design. So yeah, but I'll put the link for that and everything else we talked about in the episode. But yeah, thank you again. And you're awesome. We have to do this sometime soon again. (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you so much, Gabby. I I had a really good time. Yeah, me too. So there you have it. There's the discussion on human design and Akashic Records. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you resonated with Lauren, definitely check out 
her contacts in the episode description and reach out to her. She's awesome and the work that she's doing is so needed right now. If you enjoyed the episode, definitely share it with a family or a friend or a loved one and leave me a rating and review. I love hearing your feedback and getting to know what you think of the episodes. So I love you all and I will talk to you very, very soon. Keep fueling the vibe.